Hi, I'm Matt McMurray, driver of the number 90 Spirit of Daytona Racing Catalog DPI VR in the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. And you're listening to Speedway Sounds on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Let's go racing. The opinions and views expressed on Speedway Sounds are not necessarily those of KUCI, its management, UC Irvine, or the University of California Board of Regents. For more information, visit KUCI.org. Hello, car fanatics in Irvine, Orange County, California, the United States, Long Beach, California, and around the world. It's time for the most famous words in motorsport. Here to give the command to start today's show, the premiere of series number six of Speedway Sounds, is my fellow KUCI DJ, Matthew Crouchley. All right, racers, start your engines. This week on Speedway Sounds, Matt and I have just returned from press day for the Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach, and we have some awesome interviews in store from earlier today. First, I spoke with Verizon IndyCar Series driver Graham Rahal on the pit lane as he was preparing to do two-seater ride-alongs about what the race means to him. After that, we went on a wild ride with IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship and BMW factory driver Bill Oberlin around the circuit. So I'll play the audio from that before we release the video later. Not only that, I spoke with the 2017 Indianapolis 500 champion Takuma Sato about his whirlwind year and what he's looking forward to in the upcoming IndyCar Series races. All that and more this week on Speedway Sounds. All right, hello, good afternoon, and welcome to the Tuesday, April 3rd edition of Speedway Sounds on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm your host, Noah Stein. Joining me today live in studio is fellow KUCI host and the host of the Feel Good Hour. He's also my assisting videographer today, Matthew Crouchley. Hey, Matt, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing good, I'm doing good, yeah. Uh, my name is Matt Crouchley, also known as DJ Duff. Uh, play on DJ McDuff, it doesn't... I don't know. I go by a lot of different names. It's okay. But yeah, my show is called The Feel Good Hour. It's every Friday from 10 a.m. to noon. Um, but yeah, I was invited by our host here, Noah, Mr. Noah Stein, to help film and record uh, some of the Long Beach Grand Prix. And honestly, it's been a ton of fun. Yes, yeah, so really has. Yeah, so our first press commitment today was press day at the Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach. We drove up to Long Beach from UCI this morning, and we got to interview some pretty awesome drivers today. First up is our interview with Verizon IndyCar Series driver of the number 15 Honda for Rail Letterman Lanigan, Graham Rahal. Right, good morning, everyone. KCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Show Speedway Sounds with Noah Stein. I'm with Verizon IndyCar Series driver Graham Rahal, who has the best finish of second place here at the Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach in 2013. Please tell us a little bit about the track. Yeah, this is a, it's a historic venue. Obviously, I grew up coming here watching my dad for many years. And so uh, it's always fun for me to, to come out and be a part of it. Uh, you know, it's been 44 years here at Long Beach. Um, you know, really the track has changed just a little bit over that time. You know, I think initially it was quite different, but since my dad's been racing here, um, you know, I think the turn one complex changed a little and some stuff like that. But in essence, it's very similar, which is cool. So, you know, tradition uh, makes our sport really unique in many ways. And this track really highlights that. Obviously here you have no margin for error. You no, 
know, when you race in a place like Long Beach, you've got concrete all over. You've got, you know, walls all over. You make it. You make any mistake at all, uh, and it's going to ruin ruin a race car. It's going to ruin your weekend. And so, uh, you know, that's what makes this makes this place so tough. You know, you have really long, fast uh, front straight here, uh, and then you end up obviously in the famous hairpin, the last corner that is as slow of a corner as we'll go to uh, throughout our entire season. And so, it is it is quite different. Sure. You're not only here with your team, Rail Letterman Lanigan Racing, driving a Honda IndyCar. You're all, uh, in addition, you are a driver in the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship, specifically the TV And so you're also going to have kind of some of your teammates here in the IMSA paddock just over my shoulder. Are you going to say hi to yeah, you know, it's funny because obviously I drive for Penske in the Acura sports car and then Ray Hall Letterman in the IndyCar. And obviously on the IndyCar front, we're very we're competitors, you know. Uh, try to beat each other up each and every weekend. But there's no doubt that uh, I've got uh, a lot of friends and uh, great respect for, for Team Penske overall. So, yeah, I mean, for sure, I'll go over and see him and check in on the boys, see how they're all doing and, you know, wish them a lot of luck. I think it's, you know, those guys with Elio and with Ricky, they're going to be tough to beat here. For sure. Thank you very much, Graham Rayall. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. All right. So, Matt, in that first interview, we heard our first driver interview of the day, Graham Rayall. He's driving in the IndyCar Series race on Sunday, the Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach, the main event. He talked about how difficult this track was. It's a 1.97-mile street circuit. They've changed it around a little bit over the years, but it's generally been the same challenge with walls on both sides and very tight corners while also trying to carry a lot of speed into those corners, and it's a very calamitous place, I guess, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Yeah, definitely. I mean, one thing that really struck me about being there at first was just the amount of smoke or the amount of, I don't even know, just dust being kicked up in the air by all the cars that were drifting around and going around on the field. There were points where you almost couldn't see what was happening. I remember even after we were heading out, going back to our car, which was parked right nearby the one of the like the worst curves where they were drifting through, you could just barely see where you were going. Yeah, for sure. So though that smoke, also first of all, mention Matt. This was your first, not your first time in the Long Beach Grand Prix, but first time in a long time. First time in a long time. That's true. So with the drift smoke, we didn't interview any drift drivers today, but. The Formula D Drift Series was also here. They're one of the series competing not only at the main Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach weekend, but also this upcoming weekend they will be racing using the turn 9, 10, 11 section, the very tight right, left, and then hairpin section for their drift races. And that gener they did a lot of demo runs. There were about five or six cars out there today doing demo runs, some side-by-side -side as if they were actually competing, and the, the smoke just covered the buildings, covered the surrounding buildings. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that was one of the major standouts for me while I was there. The other one being, I mean, should I spoil it already? Sure, yeah. All right. Well, one of the best parts about Media Day, or going over to the Long Beach Grand Prix, was that we were actually able to accompany uh, one of the drivers in his uh, BMW, and he took us around all the, the entire track a couple times, more than a few times, actually. And oh, man, that, that was definitely something. For sure, once-in-a-lifetime experience, or, or hopefully first of many, but <laughs> but yeah, definitely a once-in-a-lifetime experience with Bill Oberlin. Bill Oberlin is a sports car legend. He's currently competing in the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. He's also driving for Team RLL, Rahel Letterman-Lanigan. The three drivers that I interviewed today were all from that same company. 
And so he was driving a production car, BMW, but he was not treating it like a passenger production street legal car. He was treating it like a race car. And as you'll hear in just a few moments, we did a very we did a few laps with him. Uh, Matt, you were in the back of the car. I was in the passenger seat. I was asking him a bunch of questions. You were trying to film it. The film we will have on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram uh, later, uh, hopefully tonight. We'll see how, how our classes go tonight, right, <laughs> with the homework and everything. But we'll have that video up for sure. It is one heck of a video. Hope you'll enjoy his commentary. We'll have the audio track uh, playing just now. Well, uh, let's go to that audio right now. Sounds good to me. So, yeah, Bill Oberlin, IMSA GT driver for BMW. I'm with Bill Oberlin on our hot lap of the Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach Circuit, Long Beach Street Circuit, of course, Long Beach, California. I'm with Bill Oberlin from, you're from nearby Redondo Beach, right? Yeah, Palos Verdes, Redondo, right here, yeah. Very cool. And so a couple more accolades I have here. Second place in the 2018 Mobile One 12 Hours of Sebring. Yeah, last race, yeah. Yeah, you're driving for BMW. Team RLL. Yeah, BMW factory for the BMW M8, the brand new and amazing M8. It's beautiful. Yeah, definitely. You're a 58-time winner according to IMSA.com and North American uh, Sports Car Racing as well. And you won the sports car race here in Long Beach, uh, now known as the Bubba Burger Sports Car Grand Prix, I believe. I have won it twice in the last few years. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so I, I have you down here. 2015 at Dirk Werner. And last time that, that was with the BMW Z4. Yeah, yeah. and I won the, uh, the Z4 before that too. Well, yeah. Very cool, very cool. So tell me when you guys are ready to go. For sure, yeah, let's do it. You ready? Yep. Alright, here we go. Let's see. Woohoo! Woo! <laughs> so going down the pit lane here, right? Going down the pit lane. Shoreline drive. Alright, here we are. Welcome to Long Beach. Yeah, but feel free to tell us about the track as you're driving around if you like. All right, so we're going to turn one, which is a beautiful turn. When you enter it from pit lane, you gotta wait till you get all the way outside the yellow. Now you're on Long Beach. <laughs> the famous mountain corner. And you just put everything you got down, 600 plus horsepower from the M5. Four wheel drive, wheel spin is a thing of the past. Now it's just put the power down and go. And this is just from a, the production model of the production car. car. I mean, I've been running around the race cars, and it's exactly as fast as that Porsche car that I'm running with. Nice. For a street car, this is what you go and get your groceries with. So imagine how potent it is, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's a risky corner back there. I remember it was a prototype crash last year. It was pretty yeah, big. They're all risky corners in Long Beach. That's My favorite section of the course right here. It's where it gets slippery from all the drifting rubber you put down. So you get in here, it looks like it should be grippy, but it's less grippy. And the hairpin. Out of the shoreline drive again. In our race cars, this isn't even a turn in our race cars. In this car, it's fast, 145 miles an hour. <laughs> Back onto the aquarium way, the fountain section again. 
Sometimes you, it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Strategy very important, and this is only a 100-minute race. This is the shortest race on the entire calendar. Yeah, strategy is the most important thing for this. What is it like having to tell, or having to uh, be an endurance driver used to these 12-hour, 24-hour races, then having to focus on just 100 minutes? Uh, you, you've got to reset your brain, but, but the biggest issue is people people think, oh, it's a hundred minutes, I gotta do something really radical. And those are the people you see get caught up in accidents. And you gotta still be clean. And I mean that's the reason I always can tend to do pretty well here, is because I don't I don't get caught up in all that stuff, you know, the accidents. I try not to. Alright, thank you so much, Bill Oberlin, driver the number 25 in the North Tequila Patron North American Endurance Championship, the Emerson WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. Uh, look forward to seeing your next uh, race in GTD and then the uh, six hours of Watkins Glen as well for the yeah. factory team. Thanks, Thanks so much. With me. All right, that was such a great experience with Bill Oberlin behind uh, oh, the oh wheel man. of that. Oh, man. I've honestly, I mean, I've, I've, I've been in some fast cars before, have some you know, irresponsible friends or whatnot, you know, you got the, but I have never, ever driven on a professional racing circuit, especially not with a professional driver, especially someone as prolific as as him you know it was it was wild for sure so that is a preview that uh, recording right there that interview was a preview of the saturday race for the toyota grand prix of long beach weekend the bubba burger sports car grand prix it's a hundred minute uh sports car race that is the shortest race on the calendar like i said 
more, most races are standard length, two hours, 40 minutes. And then the endurance races are 10 hours, 12 hours, 24 hours. And there's also a six hour one with a hundred minutes. That is basically one pit stop. And in that pit stop, it's the driver change. There is no, there's almost no endurance element to it. Unlike all the other races, it's a sprint race. Uh, and as you, as Bill was saying, that pushes a lot of drivers to make a ton of mistakes with all the walls so close. It's, it's a very, very dangerous race in that you could crash at any moment. Not dangerous for the health and safety of the drivers necessarily, but dangerous just for to complete the race. Oh, definitely. And even as we were driving around, even as Bill was driving us around through the track, I remember you made a comment, and I noticed it as well. We were getting very close to the walls. And it was a constant thing, you know. It's just th- some of the turns, especially the hairpin turn towards the end, mm-hmm. is just so ridiculously tight. And he even comments on that too. He says, you know, it's probably one of the tightest turns that they'll ever have to make anywhere. Yeah, it's a 30 mile an hour corner. It's a almost a perfect 180 degrees uh, coming around from the last. It's like a sweep, sweeping left hand to turn. I believe it's 10, turn 10. And then the hairpin is the very last corner. Uh, there is pretty much just one line. You can try going too wide into that, but it means you're going to slow, slow both you and the guy you're racing down. And that means maybe the third guy behind you can gain an advantage or the cars ahead of you will drive away, driving single file through that corner. So it is a, it is a crucial corner to to get through mm-hmm. cleanly. Definitely. And then mash the power because then you have the longest straightaway up ahead on shoreline drive oh, of where course. you get up to 180 miles an hour. Yeah. And I mean, how fast? I think he took us maybe about 150 at the max, which is still wow, ridiculously yeah. fast. I wish I had checked the speedometer to officially verify. We can that. check. We can check the footage later, or sure. our listeners out there can check. Let us know if they would like. Yeah. And when we post it later on tonight. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it was 140, 150 miles wow. per hour at the fastest. My guess was 120, but yeah, he he mashed the gas. Oh he yeah. Didn't, uh, it was so cool just to have that like sense of comfort, knowing that he's a professional. He is so experienced in that car, and having that ride around, he wasn't scary. Well, that was one of the funny exactly. things too um, about him, because I mean, he's obviously at a very he's a very established driver. He's been out there. He has over fifty wins uh, in various races. And but the one thing I thought was really funny is earlier on we were talking to him. And the car that he was driving, even though he works with BMW and he owns BMW and that's his car, he actually wasn't racing one of his cars. Yeah. In fact, mm-hmm. it was BMW that had lent him this incredibly expensive and nice car to just, you know, just shred mm-hmm. <laughs> on this track. Because, yeah, keep in mind, this car still has uh, passenger road legal tires on it, mm-hmm. not race tires that are designed to handle the loads. Those tires are going to shreds, in- indeed. <laughs> by, the end of, by the end of the day, they probably are. Uh, yeah. So... Again, thanks to Bill Oberlin for that ride. I am so looking forward to putting the video up later on. But for now, we have one final interview for today's half-hour Speedway Sounds. Mm-hmm. And I- let's go to that interview. It is with the 2017 Indianapolis 500 champion, the 101st running, the champion Takuma Sato of Japan. <laughs> he is also here with Rail Letterman Lanigan. He'll drive the 30 car for that, the 30 Honda. And, car. and fun fact, he is actually the first person from Japan to ever win the Indy 500. Indeed, yeah. Which is pretty crazy. Yeah. All right, let's go to that one. Hey, I'm with 2017 Indianapolis 500 champion and 2013 Toyota Grand Prix Long Beach champion, Takuma Sato. Hey, how are you doing? Very good, thank you. So first of all, Indianapolis 500 champion, it's been 10 months or so. Uh, 
How has the journey been since then? Why well, it was a crazy journey, you know. I mean, it's just non-stop, you know. I mean, if you like, uh, even the uh, last last month, you know, we just did the ticket opening and the mm. typical ticket unveiling. So uh, it's everything is happening still is until really May on the before the race day. I think as a as a defending champion, it, everything is happening, which is fantastic. You know, it was a crazy busy. But it's kind of happy busy all over all, all, all course of the uh, the winter time. What's it been like in your home country of Japan in terms of like press and media? Yeah, it's it just uh, mega. You know, I was just so appreciate for that. I feel very fortunate to having so much support from fans and medias, and uh, the news is got all over the place. I got a award almost like every week, mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's just uh, one of the busiest winter I ever had. But that was a significant moment. It's really awesome and well deserved, of course. So, looking ahead to this weekend's race in Phoenix, it's the first oval race of the 2018 Bryson Indy Car Series with the Universal Aero Kit. Yep. So I was wondering, what are you thinking about that? What are you looking forward to with it? What well, is interesting, isn't it? I mean, mm -hmm. I'm very excited. So was the fans does, but uh, because of the new package, I think it's just uh, wide open for the opportunity for every single team and driver. So. Uh, you know, we've been tested that one for the uh, Phoenix, you know, two days on as an open test, and uh, we had a very positive feedback on that. So it's going to be a tough one, though. You know, we uh, cut the downforce more than probably 20%. So basically, cars sliding a lot, and now at both ends, now you have to lift. Uh, so it's a lot of challenge for the drivers, but I think we all enjoy it, and hopefully, uh, we can have a great show. Yeah, for sure. As part of the media promotion for the Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach. You'll also be going to the Anaheim Angels Stadium tonight yep. to throw the first pitch for a game. What do you, what, I know. that's such a great American <laughs> tradition. Yeah, fantastic, but I'm nervous, you know. I'm, I'm not the baseball player. I never actually, never played the, uh, the baseball. So that's why, for me, it's, it's, a, it's a new experience. I'm a little nervous, you know. I'm a lot happier than driving in a car. However, mm -hmm. you know, I think uh, an Angels game is fantastic. It's been here. And a meter, you know, Shohei Otani is such a great thing. And then, uh, you know, been promoting for the daytime or for the for the wrong beach, and then go to the stadium in the night and have a enjoy the game. So I think I can't comprehend that for sure. And uh, finally, to the race itself, the Grand Prix of Long Beach. What are you looking forward to for uh, and with your new team, Rail Letterman Lanigan as well? Sure, I think uh, we're working really hard to get there, of course, and everybody wants to win the race, and uh, hopefully we'll be have opportunity back in the podium because Graham and I was 1-2 in you know, back in 2013 so uh, yeah. it will be uh, great to be back on the podium on both of us and now uh, we're working really hard to get there so uh, very excited and uh, really look forward to come back to Long Beach. That's excellent. Tukum Masato, best, uh, thank you very much and best of luck on all these races and okay. the Rising IndyCar Championship. Thank you. Thank you. That's it for this week on Speedway Sounds. We'll have much more commentary and analysis next week, the week of the race. Remember, the race is going to be April 13th through the 15th. That's it for this week. Thanks so much to Graham Rayal, Bill Oberlin, and Taku Masato for taking the time to talk with us today, and the Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach Media Department for inviting us. Thanks so much, Matt, for being here. Thank you for having me. Honestly, it was a ton of fun. Never thought I'd do this with my Tuesday morning. I Honestly, I can't wait for next weekend. Follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Speedway Sounds, all one word. Always wear your helmet and never ever drive distracted or under the influence. And please always wear your seatbelt. I'm your host, Noah Stein. And I'm the co-host at the moment, Matt Crouchley. And you're listening to Speedway Sounds on KUCI 
88.9 FM in Irvine. Coming up next is Unsilencing America with Ellie. We're going to tune out to some IndyCar noises from the IndyCar two-seater mechanics. Thank <laughs> you. 